Welcome back to another episode of Meet the Creatives. Today I'm joined by Tad Carpenter. Tad, thanks for being on the show. Thank you for getting my name right so wonderfully. You know, I really, know. really putting not a Ted. punch in that A. Exactly. It's Tad, exactly. not Ted. Yeah, Tad. Not yeah. Toad. It's... Yes. Nope. Ted Carpenter would be a very different person. I'd be yes. selling Kias off of I-135th Street <laughs> or something, you know? Um, yeah. Dude, I'd buy one from you. You, you have that, the right personality. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I'd fall back career. I'm into it. That's good, man. Today, I kind of just want to have a cool hang sesh, and I've listened to both your podcast with Dave Hopkins from the Quickie Podcast. Shout out to the Quickie Podcast. And also, uh, Drunk on Lettering with Roxy and Phoebe. That was another fun one. And you seem like somebody who I would love to hang out with. And being that it's COVID, I'm kind of bored, shut inside. So today, we're going to just chop it up and have fun. Okay, so. This is as close to hanging out with somebody I've done in probably like three months maybe that's what i'm saying something like that this is incredibly exciting to have a human interaction with someone other than my my baby or my wife right now right so this is uh and that's and that's what i'm realizing too is that i think that when people are listening to this podcast before like in regular times i think that people wanted to hear the kind of structure to things where i think now people are to starve for bullshitting so let's just do that today i heard that your dad is uh was in advertising and, and design. What He has a, a great American name. What, what was his name again? He does. It's very American. It, uh, my, my father's name is Steve Carpenter or Stephen Carpenter. Stephen Carpenter? Very, that sounds like Cary Grant, Steve Carpenter, yeah, Steve John Car- Wayne. Steve Carpenter. Very That's English like, and very like American. Yeah, yeah. Write that shit on a check type vibe. Um, yep. So, question. And this is why I'm saying I'm going off the rails today and just asking regular questions that I would ask you. Uh, my dad is a pastor and I've realized mm-hmm. now that there's, there's a lineage of like communication. That's where this podcast, it all kind of ties together. But growing up, I had it in my head and completely self-constructed. So dad, don't take this the wrong way. But I, I, I kind of felt like he had his reservations about me being in the creative field. And, um, I'm sure a lot of that was because of my own actions. And I always like wanted to know like what I wish my dad was like Don Draper. Maybe not, yeah. you know, a supportive, loving, kinder Don right, Draper. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. He was a pretty bad dad. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, you know. Yeah. Like a Roger um, Sterling. Maybe that's not even a better one. Either, yeah, he but... was horrible too. I mean, I guess the the moral of that <laughs> show is where uh, advertising dads were garbage. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, your kid, your but... kid might end up on like NPR working for The New Yorker or something. I don't know. Exa- yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, no. But yeah, it, dad... it, does it help? Does it help? Like, was it cool? Did you, or or Honestly, was it hard to live up to that? Both. I mean, there's, there's, it's kind of, it's kind of both in the regards to, so my dad worked for, um, Hallmark greeting cards for 42 years. I think Um, of Mr. Deeds when I hear that. (laughs) Totally. Right. (laughs) And so like literally his first job out of college coming out of art school, he interviewed there and he stayed until, um, until he retired just a couple years ago. So, um, uh, it was amazing to be able to grow up in that world where, Literally every one of my dad's friends were either artists or photo- or you know illustrators or photographers or stylists or graphic designer or what. I just thought everybody was creative because I felt like everybody within my little miniature world as a tiny tad was 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 a creative. And right. so um, 
I'm so jealous you get to say that with your name. That's so, that's so cool. And so, you know, uh, <laughs> so that, that was like a very interesting upbringing. And my mother's an artist as well. She does um, like fiber work and, and things of that nature. Um, but my dad, it was interesting, like growing up, he was like, he's crazy supportive. Like he'd always be supportive. I, I love drawing and making art since I was tiny, tiny guy. And he was always very supportive. But as I got older, as I got closer to like, like really making some decisions with my life, I definitely started to, to sense some hesitation and some like, are you sure you want to do this? You know, right. like, um, and he's and remembering only, all the times, like all the freelance gigs he, and all the things he's remembering wrong. all those challenges. Cause he, right. yes, he worked at Hallmark as a illustrator and art and a creative director for all those years. But at night he would come home and he illustrated dozens of children's books. He had a nationally syndicated comic strip. He had done, I mean, he just crazy, crazy breadth of work. Um, he knew how, how unbelievably competitive this was and how unbelievably hard it is to, to kind of make it work. And so I definitely saw some hesitation from him that never, ever stopped him from supporting me. Uh, you know, he, he, he helped me every chance he could and every chance, I mean, he still does, um, got during COVID all this stuff. Like, uh, we are our studio is crazy busy and like I literally uh, am working on a uh, uh, several very, very um, accelerated timelines for projects. And literally just the other day, he was over here helping babysit my child so I could get some work done. Oh, I thought and you were going to say I, he was like rolling up his sleeves and like opening no, up the illustrator. I, I literally did. I said, I said, dad, I, I have a bunch of pencil sketches due next week. I thumbnailed out some things. I was like, bro, <laughs> can you bring these a little tighter for me by next week? You know what I mean? And he's like, yeah, no problem. That looks actually fun. I haven't drawn for, for, for a bit. Right. Dude just sat. And my dad's one of those guys. And I think that's the thing that was, that's the hard part of having a creative parent also is especially someone like my dad, who is, he's that guy that just naturally could sit in a chair. Doesn't even need to look at things. Doesn't need reference. Doesn't need what dude can just straight up draw fucking circles around us you know right. what i mean right and as a kid he's, he's pre-pinterest pre oh dude dude pre-prentice king man like he is out there just just making and just doing his draft he's just such a good draftsman and how, and how that, old is he roughly he is late 60s oh, and so so he came up um, with like the zap comics and like the yeah, like the, yeah, like yeah. the cool he's, shit he's, yeah so i mean like and that has a lot to do with like my influences and why I like some of the things that I like and like how I use color and how I use shape is right. a lot of my dad's influences were all that kind of like mid century, mm -hmm. um, you know, kind of Tom Eckersley or Mary Blair or yes. um, Taglia or like some of those illustrators from that like mid century era. Those are the dudes he showed me when I was a kid. So I, I think love that naturally stuff. that's the kind of, you know, use of use of color and shape and, and, and such that's kind of influenced me. But because my dad was so good and growing up around that, honestly, it did part of me. It kind of made me think, well, maybe I can't do, do art or maybe I can't do design right. because if I can't do that, then maybe this, I do need to find something else. And it was no, no, no fault of his or nothing that he was crazy supportive, but um, it does. It, th that is something you're like, Oh shit. Like I'm not as good as him. I don't know if I can do this. And that, that kind of looking over your shoulder, I think is, is something that never goes away to a degree. Right. We live in a culture now where we're constantly on our phones, looking at everybody's work all day long, all the time, which is probably not healthy. And you really shouldn't 
compare yourself to these other people because you have you have something to say and right. you need to say it and no one is sure as shit gonna say it for you so um you know it's a hard thing so he was crazy supportive um but there is there was challenges of should i go into this are you sure um right. and then also just from an emotional standpoint mean being a little unsure of myself because of being around this like you know creative superman my whole life right um you know it's it's a challenge for sure yeah i remember i think it was on dave's uh podcast where you talked about and it's a great point it is exactly where i am you were saying in the in your first five years i'm on like year four and a half now but you said that your your taste profile like your 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 sense of taste will get very elevated during that time but the the skill set is going to take some time to get there and by the way if quick uh quick side note your your pinterest board was one of the first pinterest boards that i ever discovered in, in design school uh just just so you're aware that's of that. amazing dude i remember I, I just your like little like this the the circle of your face with your little like glasses thing that's like i that's iconic like seeing you wearing them right now is actually like giving me like chills i apologize about I, have a, I have a covid beard right now so i'm not but i remember yeah. long before i knew of your work you were sort of like the pinterest guy you were the first guy that i was like i i really hope that this guy does not get notifications that i i just pinned 375 of his pens. i've never looked at a notification on pinterest in my life i'm yeah. relieved i really am relieved between <laughs> There's a couple guys that I have just completely and, – and then what happens is like I, I kind of grow apart from them and then I think to myself or I, I don't hear from them for, for a while. Like uh, Noemi the Cause is another one. She worked at Google and I saved so many of her pins and we don't talk anymore. So now I'm like, did she see, did she see oh, that man. my Pinterest board is just sort of like – I don't know. I just wish you could see all my secret boards. You would, your mind would just send be... me them. Oh, I, ha I have them too. <laughs> I have, uh, I have a Pinterest board. Let's talk about this quick, and then we're gonna get back to that that skill set thing. But w yeah, while yeah. we're on the subject of Pinterest, and you were my Pinterest hero in college, uh, some of my Pinterest boards started off as secret boards, and then became so so cool that I had to like come out with them. And I one of them, that's, I, the, the that's how they start. That we yes. really all appreciate. Yeah. That. Yeah. By the way, my Pinterest board is clinically underrated. I should have as many followers as you do. I gotta find it. I I've stole thing followers on pin like I don't For even me, think that that's like. A, I just think uh, yeah. that it's it's the best. I'm I think that I am a subpar illustrator, a subpar graphic designer. Even this podcast kind of has sucked at times over the years. But my Pinterest board is the one thing that I'm da like downright conceding. I've just yeah. siphoned the best of Pinterest. I want to work find there. You on here and, and look at this. You're going to see a lot of familiar content, but I have just <laughs> siphoned from everyone. I, I told uh, Tim Bellinax at Pinterest. I told him that I I want to be like a, a user, a developer or whatever. I don't know what the word is I'm looking for, but I want to be like a tester for Pinterest to like make oh, sure yeah. that the algorithm works and stuff because I have a lot of helpful suggestions. Uh, boards like yours is something they took away, but okay. All that aside. Sorry, this is this is this is late night. You Rob. know what might be a good podcast, or not a podcast, maybe a video series, is you have designers on like this, and we reveal, we share our screen. And Let's start a show. A we are board. starting a show. No, you and I are going to start the Pinterest show. We're doing this. I'm forcing you to do it. I don't care. You have children. We're doing it. You'll make time. We'll call it for the pin. 
Hey, hey, Did we just no, become best maybe. friends? I'll think Did of a we... better one. I'll think of a... No, that's the I'll best. For the win. It, it kind of like ties in with like the for Gen the Z vibes. Yeah. Be like, yeah. For the pin. Okay, so here is my Pinterest boards that I love. And this is the... I'm going to release it after today. So go check out my Pinterest. I think it's like Rob Johnson 24 or 19 or something. Okay. I have... Uh, are you familiar with the movie Good Burger? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Welcome to Good Burger. Yeah. The home of the Good Burger. Can I take your order? Yeah, I saw yeah. I saw it in theaters, and I remember I was in I was on on vacation in Cape Cod. It was a rainy day, and we went to go see it. I'm a total '90s kid, and I love like the um like the suits, like the 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 fashion of that time in the '90s. Oh, I yeah. love it. I love yep. I love the Spice Girls. I, there there was sort of a, a maximalism that happened in the '90s that was yes, absolutely, and and that is sort of like trivialized now. And mark mm-hmm. my words, it will come back in the future. I think it already is kind of starting to I a little. I feel bit. like it's starting to man. Like yeah, I mean, just like when you when you go, you remember when we used to go outside places? Like that was yes. amazing, right? Yes. And like when I started seeing like all these girls and guys wearing like big chunky Doc Martens, I was like. Yes. The this 90s cool. are coming. They're coming. Oh, here yeah. they come. You know, I'm so ready. You're right. I, I can see a flip to like to the maximalism um, right, like, of like 90s. And know, also David like, Carson's going to be all all excited again. Lisa Frank. Yeah. I want it all, oh, baby. Man. Lisa Frank, by the way, come on my podcast. I, I know you see my DMs. I've sent like six of them. It would be amazing. I love the Could 90s be. more than anyone. Uh, yeah, no, for real. Or, or file a restraining order. Okay, but the Good Burger. So – Home of the Good Burger. Can I take your order? Saw it. The, the, um, so remember there's like Good Burger and it's kind of plain and it's nice. Yep. It's sort of got this like mid-century modern kind of vibe to it, like old school. And that in and of itself, pretty cool. But then there was Mondo Burger and Mondo Burger had these like neon lights. And remember they had like these giant oversized burgers and like, uh, and like the, everything was just like gaudy and decadent. So I have a Pinterest board called Good Burger Fantasies, and, and it's literally just like neon, over-the-top, like rainforest cafe, planet Hollywood. Like yes. I, I like themed restaurants, bring them back. Oh, I want to have a shitty cheeseburger and have like Chewbacca like right next to me. I want to go to a burger place, and I want there to be like neon lights on like metal gates – like like the chain link fence and like the neon like woven in between in this kind of chaotic messy way, I love it and I'm ready for the '90s. Bring it back. It's perfect. But that board, that whole that whole era, and and I think after COVID, I think that there's a good chance that that sort of themed restaurant experience, like the the going out being this big bold brash thing, is gonna oh. come back. I don't know about you, but when like I'm ready. Think, like we can actually go out again, I think I'm going to eat out for every meal for like a year straight. Yeah. I don't want to cook ever again. I think as humans, we're very rituals are very important for us. Yes. Whatever those rituals are, and um, you know, doing something like this, and especially right now, finding ways to reach out and communicate with other people that are that are also isolated. Like, holy shit, this is important right now. You know, yeah. I need to be doing a better job at this. Like I have like a Zoom call once every like, well, excluding work and client Zoom calls and stuff like that, you know, but like right. like actually conversating with a friend or like hooking up with, you know, someone you haven't talked to in a long time. 
I feel like I'm always like, I got to do this more. And I end up doing it like about every eight weeks, I feel like. And yeah. then I'm like, I got to do this more. I got, I got some energy from it. It felt good. Like I, I walked away with like, you know, um, a, a little zest for life. And then I don't, and then I, yeah. then I don't do it. Then so you're just I going to crippling depression. Yeah. All the time. Uh, me yeah, too. absolutely. The social isolation that's happened really terrible. Um, I myself have, um, you know, I've, I've gotten sober during this time and I've found recovery to be incredibly important. I know I'm not supposed to talk about it, but I, I put that out there for people that are listening that are thinking about doing it. I I've done it. It's really important. There's a lot of people out there that are struggling. I've seen it firsthand. Um, and I know you said, you said you, you're not supposed to talk about it. So if I ask something, you can just tell me to please shut my mouth. But yeah. I asked too, cause like, I know, I know some friends that have been in recovery. I'll talk about it. I don't really care. Yeah. So because it's, it's, of, it's one of like the principles that you, I'm not supposed to put it out there on, on, you know, like you're, you're basically not supposed to do what Ben Affleck does, which is like, just say that you're sober and like talk about AA and then just go be a complete another asshole in your life. So I, th that's part of the reason why you do it. You're not supposed to do what you like to, to sort of put yourself on a pedestal. But in this context, I'm saying it because I think that a lot of people are isolated and turning to, to drugs and alcohol um, as a way to kind of deal with the pain or, or deal with this sort of like limbo time that we're, that we're well, like, and, and that's what I'm curious about is, you know, like I said, I, I, I know some friends that have, have struggled with that. And especially during COVID when meetings are harder, communication is harder. I mean, hell just connecting with, with, with other living things is a lot harder. Right. And so you said that you, you, you have gotten sober over this time. What have you done that has helped you maintain that focus? Because that's not an easy thing to do, especially when your support system is, is kind of shaky right now. Yeah. Um, well, I'm in, I'm in New Jersey. So, uh, we are a little bit easier to have in-person meetings. So I, uh, started going to every day, starting my day. And I, I know that's like a lot and it's intense, but like, uh, every day I go and it's kind of just like a family, um, of yeah, people that yeah. kind of meet up and kind of encourage each other and stuff. And it's, it's a similar dynamic to like, like going to church kind of thing. It's like, right. not everyone is not everyone who comes to church. is like a devout, like, you know, like pearl clutching, like, like devout mm -hmm. Christian or, mm -hmm. or whatever, you know, pick a pick a religion kind of thing but there's a sense of camaraderie and compassion and having each other's backs and stuff like that. And that's really been what I've experienced. I, I started on my journey on zoom and then there are some in-person meetings. And I know cool. that in, at least in New York and New Jersey, that they have made um, certain sort of not exceptions, but like there's a, a certain like percentage, I think it's like 25%. This is going to be so weird to listen to in the future. It's going to be like, Whoa, that shit was dark. But, uh, but, I know like for a new, for New Jersey, for example, we're able to like get together in a certain, I think uh, like 20, uh, 25 or 30% capacity of whatever room that you're in. Um, so I've been doing that and just having a network of people that kind of I check in and, and call. And um, for me, what's really got me through it is also like helping other people. You know what I mean? I, I only Absolutely. have like, 100%. I, I only have like nine months sober, but uh when somebody comes in and they have like 48 hours and they're like, I don't know if I can do this. I'm feeling all sorts of weird feelings. I'm just like, I could, I could speak to that experience. And, and that's, there's sort of like a, a domino effect kind of thing that happens. Um, it's very similar to kind of like what we're doing here. It's just like, it's like yep. mentorship and 
you know, like two strangers come together and it's like, oh, wow, I have like more in person, more in common Absolutely. with this person. I'm sure at one yeah. point, you know, to trivialize it, I'm sure at one point when you went freelance, you were like, oh, shit, I don't think I can do this. This is way too hard. I still feel that way now. <laughs> I've been doing this for a long time and I, every once in a while I still feel that way, you know, yeah. so it's like. Uh, yeah, but what do we do? You, you hear from other creatives, you, you see how they operate, how they work, how they do that. And you're like, you figure it out. There's man, that's, what's so hard about this time, like community and hearing from other people and connecting with other people is such a huge part of being a person whether, whether people want to admit it or not, or what I think we all cope with things differently. There's a lot of heavy, heavy things going on right now oh yeah um you know and so it's like you have to find what is your outlet like what is that going to be whatever what your whatever problem big or small is having some sort of support system yes um with whatever it is you're dealing with you have to figure that out you know absolutely and for everyone it's different everybody's different some people um thrive going to therapy some people thrive being able to talk to a friend some people thrive yeah. going to to um well therapy therapy started meetings. it so yeah, so that's great yeah if you, if you do therapy naa you're you're rocking and rolling you're playing you're with gonna fire. be like a, yeah yeah i i feel like I, i'm gonna come out of this you wouldn't know it from today's display but i have add and this is on full display tonight but uh i think i'll come out of this um a little bit more humbled and 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 leveled out uh and it actually has helped me to make sense of some of my weird unexp- seemingly unexplainable behavior beforehand that my sort of self-destructive behavior um, mm-hmm. but, uh, but that, but that being said w- with all that though, I, I also really encourage people and I, I've actually talked about this w- with my, with my therapist. It's like, there comes a point as well. So if you need help, get it. This is certainly a crazy time. So I've said all that. <laughs> I also too recently am getting a little bit tired and I know I shouldn't judge people. This is not one of the spiritual principles that is taught to me. But I shouldn't judge no. people. But I'm going to judge. And I've been I've been guilty of this too. Let, let's be honest. What a designer does best is to is judge. judge other designers. I'm right? a, so, a, a judgmental yeah. person. I'm shallow and you judgmental. You get paid to make judgments all this day long. This whole podcast is just judging someone's past. Okay. That being said, I'm getting really fucking tired. Let's be honest. Let's just get it all out there on the table. I'm getting really tired of people living in this sort of like place of like self-pity. It's like, it's like I just got out of design school and COVID came along and COVID is the reason why I'm not getting, it's like, no, it's because your work sucks. It's because your work sucks. It's because you suck your interpersonal skills. All of that needs incredible work. Just like I did. I do you know how many, I got fired from like, and I want you to get your input on this as well, but I got fired from like seven jobs, freelance jobs, like in a row, essentially, more or less, give or take, didn't make the cut. Like seven fucking times when the economy was roaring. It was unbelievable. They were just just taking money, throwing out money. And I got fired and I had no money and I cried on the corner of 42nd Street, and I cried with like like the last ten dollars as a, it was raining and snowing and sleeting in New York, and my halal food and like hot dogs, and it was terrible. Like you have to be tenacious, hardworking, and 
enthrall yourself in the design. And like, if you want to do this, it's an uphill battle and it's hard. And like, if, if your whole game plan is like just to feel sorry for yourself during this time, like it's going to be a really fucking hard road for you ahead. And it, they're, they're like, yes, take care of your mental health, but like also like, you know, like what is Donald Trump doing that's stopping you from getting better at InDesign? Right. <laughs> you, know, yeah, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm just seeing so much of that. Yeah. I mean, I think it's like a, to a point you have to, okay, things suck. Let's, let's, let's look at the elephant in the room and address the elephant in the room and let's fucking scream and cry and be upset and however right. long you need to do that. Do That's it. all valid. Fuck yeah, man. Do right. it. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go nuts. But you're right. Eventually then you have to start to plan and right. you have to plan. Okay. Um, what's next? Like, you know, and it's baby steps. A lot of times you're not going to, I tried to, when I, I taught for a long time and I used to try to tell my students when they were graduating, most likely you're not going to land your dream job right out of school. So, so often I would have a student that was just like, Oh, I'm going to go work here right out of the bat, or I'm going to go freelance right off the bat. And I would try to tell them like, if, if you can do anything, please try to go work for someone for at least five years. I know five years sounds like eternity. You just did four years of school, you know, but my gosh, if you can work for someone, you're going to learn all those things that school can't teach you. You know, this industry, there are so many avenues and aspects of it that you just don't even know is something you need to know about. But when you're out there working and churning and doing it every day and you have mentors that are around you, um, holy shit, you can, you can sponge so much information out of that. And so um, I think that's important, you know? Yeah, there's, it's funny. It's like this, this whole last four years, there was a lot of like ho-hum and there should have been. I mean, it was just right. unprecedented times, which I'm tired of hearing that phrase. Without a doubt. Was. It was, no, for it, sure. It was, it was exhausting. I'm fucking exhausted. Exhausting. <laughs> Our country's exhausted. And, right. But it's funny. It's like, as this calendar is rolled around, obviously 2021 is not going to be any different than last year in theory. Right. However, we are, we are a, 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 a creature that needs symbolism and hope. And man, something about that calendar switching over, obviously having new leadership in our country. And it literally, it really does feel even, even a little lighter. It just Without feels question. a little, a little lighter. So I think my dad's a full blown that, Republican. And even he's like, I think things are turning around. <laughs> you know, what I mean? my dad's watching Fox news and it's like, you know, we've got a vaccine coming. Grandma Bev's going to be able to get vaccine soon. Seems like we're, uh, you know, whatever. Yeah, exactly. You gotta be careful yeah, about how exactly. you word these things, but, but it's certainly, there, there is a sense of a cautious, I heard this word recently, a cautious optimism yeah. in the air. You can feel it. Yep. yep. I think that's, I think that's what it is for sure. And you, you know, you just, if anything, we just have, it's hard because, you know, the other thing you hear all the time is like, you know, what is it? You know, uh, COVID doesn't give a shit if you're tired of it, you know, it's still here, you know, and it's right. one of those things that it's like, you just, we have to keep being patient and keep chugging along and man, talk about a good opportunity to somehow, if you can better yourself somehow. Right. Right. Um, I think about it all the time, like what is education going to be like in five years, 10 years, you know, um, are design school and art school still going to be as prevalent and needed as they are today, where 
both of us could hop online right now and learn a lot of new skill sets. Um, just doinking around in, in, in a number of different, different softwares, right. right. Or, or online. And so it's like, man, you wanted to get better at graphic design. There is a million Skillshare classes you could be taking. There's a million different, different new, um, new software or shit, just practice. Yeah. Like that's what I don't think people understand. And I know it's something that I try to do a lot is, is remind ourselves that being creative is a muscle that you constantly have to be flexing and exercising. Yes. It's a gym membership. You, it, it is. And it's, if you think that you can just like pull it out of your bag at any time, you're right. wrong. You have even, to even if you learn it, like, even if you, this is what I realized, even yep. if you have learned it, it's, it's no different. Think of like your creative thing. Sorry, I'm gonna leave it to the experts. I'm gonna pass yeah. it back to you in a second. But I just want to say that even if you've already learned it and you're good at it and you know it and you know the workflow, if you don't do it for two months, it's no different than like if you went yep. to the gym every day for like three months and then stopped going. Like yep. you're gonna pay for it. And they're Absolutely. gonna be like, we need this thing and we need it now. And if you've been taking the Skillshare classes and like working that muscle, you're like, no yep. problem. You're, you're gonna do and this is why it's so important, like I'm saying, for entry-level creatives. Like, you're going to get that job. Like, you're going to put your shit on, like, working, not working. And they're going to be like, hey, what's going on? Like, let me see your portfolio. And, then, like, there's your portfolio that you did in, like, design school. And they're like, wow, this is, like, really cool. Okay, no problem. Like, here's the scope of the project. Here's the thing. And then, like, if you go there and you are, like, creatively out of shape and, like, there's a fire and there's going to be a fire, there's going to come a moment where they're going to be like, we need this thing fucking yesterday i'm coming back to your desk in 10 minutes and if it's not done we're we're screwed and then you're, they're, they're gonna come back and you're gonna be like sweaty and like nervous can you tell that i'm speaking from experience you're gonna go be like oh my god i can't do it and you're gonna not you're not gonna remember you're gonna be out of shape and then they're gonna call you into their office and they're gonna be like so how do you think that this is going and then you're gonna get fired and you're gonna let go. And then your dad and your parents are gonna judge you and you're gonna feel like shit about yourself when really you were out drinking with your friends and not taking Skillshare classes and you deserve it because you're because <laughs> you're lazy. You're lazy and you like excuses. So go out I've there and learn so it. I've learned so much about you tonight, Rob. Yeah. <laughs> I speak from experience. I don't want this to happen to other people. Is there, I, and I know it's a cliche question, but if you can go back in a time machine kind of thing, you know, like, so, so like the COVID is its own thing, but advice for those people that need that tough love. First thing I would, I would try to tell myself is, dude, you gotta be patient, man. Like you're right out of school. The expectations for you to be totally honest, I'm pretty low. You yeah. know what I mean? You're going to be doing Take clipping masks. And even when you're like, I was lucky enough to, to, to get a job out of school, I, that was a really good job. And um, I was doing a lot of work, but I know I put a lot of pressure on myself and um, and I wish I was more patient. And I wish I, um, I wish I took my time a little bit understanding this industry. Uh, I said a minute ago, it's like, if you have the desire to work for yourself, if you have the desire to, I mean, even if you don't, like, I just, I highly recommend you working for someone for a number of years before you either go out on your own or create a new business with, with some friends or a partner. Um, I just think there's so many things you, you can't learn through 
um, Skillshare videos, you know, Um, you know, even, even with all the massive amounts of information that are out there about pricing and, and, and all these things, my goodness, there are so many things within our industry that are, are very unique and, and you need to you need to understand those. And and then the other thing that I think is the most important when you get out of school, and this is just life shit. It's like just just be kind to folks, man. If there's ever been a time in any of our lives that we all just need to to act with a little grace and and be kind to one another, holy shit, it's right now. You know what I mean? Everybody you meet is going through a little bit of something either big or small and just by acting kind and and being good to them and um i I think that can go a really really long way you hear it all the time in in like business and stuff it's it's what you're selling it really doesn't matter i could be selling you graphic designer i could be selling you kias off the highway like i was talking about it's dude you gotta quit you gotta quit the design field and just go sell those kias baby Man, they money. sell themselves, buddy. They sell themselves. You want to go for a ride? Uh, Just lay down in the no, back. It's, it's, it's all about this. This industry really is about relationships and forming, for, forming relationships. And that's not just clients. That's within our industry and friends and you know people you've had on this show before. I consider very good friends. And um, those people go to bat for you throughout your career. Um, but then building these relationships with potential clients or potential employers. Um, they're going to remember you if you did a good job and you move on to something else and you exit gracefully or you, um, or you do whatever you find you, I see it all the time. People going back to other jobs, moving their way up, doing whatever it's man. It's about being kind and, and, and forming good relationships. Are there going to be bridges that potentially get burned every once in a while? Of course it's natural. There's assholes out there. Right. There's people you're going to want to distance yourselves from them. Yes. That's normal. <laughs> you know, a hundred percent. But man, I think I think that's that's like super important to remember. And then in times like this, when you're when you're in the uh, you know when you're in the the valleys of of a of a time period, my gosh, how can you keep chopping wood? How can you keep digging the ditch? You know, um, it, 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 be creative. Is there a self-initiated project you could start on your own that would allow yourself to practice and make and and make your skills that much better? Um, would allow you to build your your portfolio even greater. Um, that's what you should be doing. Like the the greatest gift you can ever get is time. My God, we never have enough time. Right. We never will have enough time. And if you don't have a job or you're you're you know struggling with whatever, and you do have some time on your hands, um, that's a gift. That's yeah. that's not something to to look at negatively. That's a gift to better you for whatever the hell you're moving on to next. And uh, that's that that's that's some good stuff man you just gotta you gotta know how to how to kind of spin it yeah you can always flip your perspective like even if you're home living with your parents i couldn't even imagine doing that but you know like you had to move back in with your parents you don't have a job you know like you're in your early 20s you're in your teens whatever like flip it and just think of all the positive things in your life like if you're in a oh, man, place where just, you have a roof over that's your an head and you're not paying rent, you're not paying yeah. for food, you're not paying for like, dude, that's, that, that is like golden time. You just have been inherited that yeah. you can just like work on you and work on where, where you need to go. I, I remember students would ask me all the time, like, honestly, like, what do I, like, what do I do now? Like I'm done. I've been doing this. I've been building this portfolio. Like, 
honestly, what do I do now? Like, how do I set up an interview? Where do I go? Like, is there a phone number I call and I just get a job? Like, you right. know, and I used to always tell them, and I think this is something that anyone should, should try to remember right now is that like, I always said, who are your heroes? Like, I would hope you love design enough that you kind of have a short list of people that you really admire for whatever reason, you know? And I would always tell people that like, that's who you should somehow try to go work for, no matter what. They need somebody to sweep the floors. I'll do it. Yeah, right. I'll come do it. Resident be coffee around, boy. Be around, be available. And and um, man, that can, the, the, the doors will really start to open. So it's like identifying who that is, I think is important for some younger designers and how you can kind of start to learn from them. Cause that's all it is you're trying to do. Those first few years, you were just trying to learn and soak up and sponge up as much as humanly possibly can. And you might as well be around people that, that you admire and are doing the type of work you want to do. Um, and that's, that's huge, you know? Um, and this is a good opportunity to start laying that groundwork. You know, those aren't things that happen overnight. And they're um, home and they're at and their they're houses home. now. And, my gosh. And expectations are so Gold low right line. now. Yeah. Just freaking yeah. Get the bat off the shoulder. Take a swing. Let's see what happens. You know? Just just take um, some of that pity from your TikTok and just infuse it into an email. Just be like, I'm really mm -hmm. frustrated with how mm -hmm. things have been going. And I've always it's always been my job. Dude, I went to Collins and I talk about them on every episode, so at this point I might as well just keep it going. I went there and I fanboyed the fuck out. It was so embarrassing. I remember thinking to myself, like, oh no, like I oh, I fucked up. Like there that's like my dream job. I want to work there so bad. They think that I'm. Um, I feel very similar to how I feel during this podcast. Like I, I, I would take back so much. I would take back so much of the talking and the energy. But, but see, exact. But that's what happened. Is that I was like, I was me, and then like later on that day, I got some phone call from some some like, some number, and it's like, hey, Rob, it's Brian Collins. Like, uh, like I, I heard you had like a good time at the office today. Like people had really nice things to say about you. So like, tell me more. And then. Uh, four and a half years later, like I'm still friends with them. We go out to get like ice cream and Cape Cod and stuff. And it's, it's so cool because it all started with just the intent to be like, I fucking love you guys. I want to work right. here. Right. And, I, and I didn't get a job, but I, but I like never, it was never a bad But you that. have no idea. You're, you said you're young. You're like what? 26, 29, 29, 30, gosh, baby. Like, you have no idea that like, in a couple of years, they might have a, uh, you know, a job opening and say, Hey, why not apply for it? We have right. a relationship. Let's see what they say. You already have a relationship together. You have no idea what could happen. That's probably not a job you're going to get when you're 24. You know what I mean? Or whatever, you know, the um, fact that they even had me in to talk to me was like a, a miracle, but at, amazing. But at the time I, and this is really important. And then we'll wrap it up. I swear to God, I know you're a busy man at the time. I was so new in my journey. And I think that this is totally a thing. I've realized this because yeah. I, when I look back at my old work, I'm now, I now have like enough perspective like up out of it to like look down at it kind of thing. And like, it was so bad, but I knew so little that I didn't know how bad it was. But also like, I think that's what people have to understand too. When it comes to job interviews and design agencies, and design. I mean, job interviews for anything, I, think I would say it, it's about like, you know, 20% your work and, 
honestly like 70 or 80 percent who you are as a human being you know yeah. what i mean because it's like hey them. i have just been like 40 50 60 hours a week with you somehow like right you know what i mean like no yeah i want you to be an all right dude and i want you to you know um to be accountable and somebody i know i can trust and you saying that you know it took you five years to be able to look back on your work that is such a normal 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 thing right i am i know i personally i get like a i get six months away from a project i'm like what were we thinking <laughs> why did we do that it's out in the world now whatever no you just you just keep moving and that's and i think it's also a lot of it has to do with at least for me i know is i know how the sausage was made and sometimes that 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 makes it not quite as shiny to me right um and uh that's normal that's normal designer overthinking kind of kind of mentality and yeah um, it's a good thing that you you know you you fight you fight another day you you keep moving you keep making hopefully you make a career out of it somehow you know it's we were talking about it you know when we started this podcast like six hours ago like <laughs> we were talking about um, you know um your taste level and yeah. how they grow and evolve in some way you know yeah. and um i remember you know when you're a student you can feel yourself you're you're your aesthetic is growing and you're, you're making better conscious aesthetic decisions and your taste level is starting to, to grow incredibly quickly, but your skill level is not growing quietly, quite, quite fast enough. And it takes time for your skill level to catch up with your taste level. A lot of times I always yes. see that with younger designers, but when they have the taste level, you're like, you're going to be all right. You're going right. to get there. I can yeah. tell your taste level, your aesthetic, your skill level advanced. And you're able to look back and say, Oh my gosh, who is that guy? I am so much further past that guy. Um, that's a big deal. You should have got a medal that day, man. You, I know. Like, how often can you actually visually see growth? Self-awareness. In your, in your profession, man. Yeah, that's pretty I'm awesome. Tad Carpenter, thank you so much for doing this. You, sir, yeah. are the man. We became best friends, whether you like it or not. It I, I appreciate you inviting me. It, it yes. has been fun. It has been, it been, has a whirlwind. been emotional. It has been amazing. It is it's su surprisingly, it I think it went to a deep place and was just like, like it was like a, a very like heady conversation paired with my ADD. And then you kind of just like played off that. It was sort of a, a beautiful chaotic symphony. If I do say so myself. It was, it was. It I felt was kind good of, about it. Can I, I think this was like jazz, you know what I, I mean? Yeah, it was. It, yeah. it was just kind of like a lot of, a lot of noises and things, but in the end, like, like I kind of just, I kind of wanted to boogie a little. Yeah, you know? it's yeah, like when you go into like one of those like LA jazz clubs, and there's like that weird drummer who's like making those weird faces, but but you want to like be that guy, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, I, all right. I felt that. <laughs> I just want to travel again. This is what's happening. Uh, where can people find you online? Uh, where the, the your Pinterest board? Let's plug that. This is shameless self promotion time. Uh, yes. No, you got. Don't don't look me up. Don't find me. You don't want to do that. So you know. Uh, but no, my I, uh, my my studio's name is Carpenter Collective. We're a, a branding, uh, specifically branding studio, but we all forms of graphic design. I did a terrible um, job and, of talking about that today, but that's okay though. That's oh that's, yeah, that's no, up, that's up next time. I don't care. Yeah, next time we'll, we'll dive even deeper. No, um, Twitter. I'm Tad Carpenter. I think Instagram. I'm Tad Carpenter, and then our studio is Carpenter Collective on both of those um dude I don't, yeah yeah this I, has been that's amazing. something right yeah that's that's absolutely real quick last thing on the pinterest thing and then i'm gonna let you go pinterest. i i love two grown men just sitting around talking about pinterest 
Listen, if if you're that insecure with your masculinity that you can't go on Pinterest, you too should be in therapy. Uh, <laughs> I'm not. You've seen how often I, I, you know, it's like Pinterest. It's let like, let me help win over your male demographic. I will go keynote <clears throat> all over the world and talk about the beauty of of Pinterest and how it has affected my life. But I think what we should do real quick is I think that we should uh, sort of have it be like a Pinterest show and tell where we show each other like the shit that we found and then do like little like segments about it. I I genuinely. All jokes aside, I think that would be a really fun thing to do. And my YouTube channel kind of sucks right now. But I feel like if we had sort of a visual component of it on Pinterest, and we could do it like quarterly, you know, whatever. But we'll do it. It'd be fun. I, I think I think people uh, – I think you, you could have dozens of, of viewers. I think it would go viral as fuck. And then we'll just put it on like TikTok. It'll have this sort of organic reach to it. You know what I mean? And then eventually like we'll get like sued, but it'll be sort of like a, like a cease and desist kind of thing. Why don't you just have Pinterest sponsor it? Just like talk to Pinterest about it. No, I got connections, son. I got connections. Let's do it. That could be really fun. Dude, I am getting off of this phone. This is how it works. People. I'm getting off of this phone call. I am manifesting this here in real life. Mom, I'm going to do it. I'm going to have enough to have a baby. Next year, my wife just got a baby next year. Not, oh, not no. yet. Oh. We're in okay. the planning stage. This is like way too private to be putting out there in the world. Ooh, but we no. just had a baby. That's why I wanted to talk to you about it. We're I not. No. Share all kinds of information. <laughs> and and I think, I think that in, in a year, my wife is not pregnant. Full disclaimer. <laughs> uh, but what we are planning on having kids within the next year. And I think that the job that's going to pay the bills is going to be that we're going to have a, a collaboration. Tad Carpenter and Rob Johnston explore the wonders of Pinterest and have a thoughtful, nuanced conversation. And we're going to bridge the gap between entry-level creatives just coming in and the industry's best. And we're going to have guests and there's going to be coffee and there's going to be refreshments and it's going to be zen. There's going to be candles. We're going to have like really cool sponsors like Skillshare and Headspace. Listen, if you people are out there, do your thing. Let's make it happen. That sounds really good and totally doable. That's my plan. All right. I still think you need to move the curtain and let and let. Imagine there's just like a well. No, this is just a white wall behind it. This is just a white wall. I wanted I wanted the whole thing out. All right, there. hold on, yeah. hold on. I'm gonna I'm gonna disconnect you. We're gonna see how this goes. Hold on, wait. I think this will go with the audio. Let's see. Can you hear me? I can. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, hold on. We're going to do it. So This is going to be good for the podcast. They can't see what we're seeing, but this is I, you know, so okay, so Rob is walking with his laptop currently. Subscribe on YouTube. He's leaving a room. All right, so this is really kind of cool. This is ridiculous. So, okay, so I I made this thing. This was this little area back here. By the way, that's a humidifier. I am still sober. That is a humidifier, not a bomb. Um and look at this. This is my dad's church. Oh, wow. It's really pretty. It's breathtaking. It is. It's very nice. It's very nice. We got a thing. And then I do, hold on. This has gone off the rails. You guys, we're really getting behind the, uh, behind the curtain, if you will. Yes. So that's pretty pretty much it. Okay. Have you ever done this before on any of your podcasts? Uh, no this was a first you hear you heard it and saw it here tonight this is first. the third podcast from here and i felt like i really just like i need to come out with my 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 good burger 
I need to let people know. Okay. This is exciting. I'm out of Rob, breath. Thank you for having me on here. I hope we can talk again yes. in the in the near future. We will. Have, have a good rest of your night, man. Likewise, brother. All right, thanks again. See you, dude. Bye. Bye.